You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back to Good Light Unscripted, the podcast, or welcome if you uh, haven't been here before. Uh, Anna Tigre is out walking the dogs and kids and storming around the neighborhood having fun. It's a gorgeous day outside here. She's not suffering. It's almost 80 degrees here in Florida Beautiful. today. It's like summertime. I feel bad, everyone. I know you're probably walking through snow right now, but we're not. <laughs> there was snow in Vegas today, by the way. There was? degrees snowing. As, hmm, yeah. And you're going back there. I'm going back there tomorrow. Elaine Goodlad's my guest today. We're uh, b- Before we get started, Elaine, uh, blessedbodywear.com. Did you know that most of our listeners are females? I did not know that. I didn't know it either. I just looked at our stats and it's like, well, holy Well, big smokes. plug to Blessed Bodywear then. <laughs> Blessedbodywear.com. You guys, uh, you and Anna are working on some... You've always got new stuff on there, right? We've got new stuff literally as fast as it, it comes to the door. I think that's it. And another fast three as you can fold it and get in, them into bags. And another three boxes show up. So exactly. yeah, we've got we've got some amazing new things coming all the time. Yeah. Blessedbodywear.com. Go back there often. They've got we've got an app and you get notifications when new stuff gets released. Yeah, that's the right? best way to do it with yeah. the app. Yeah. And also uh, Susie Bell at Silver Bullet wellness now it's uh, not silver bullet uh, anti-aging go there also give goodladunscripted.com a visit that's my website i don't just do the podcast also write some tall tales and hopefully something you'll enjoy uh elaine and i are going to talk about today we're going to talk about dating dating and aging dating, dating and, and aging dating. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah. uh you know in the last couple of years with covid you know, a lot of people, uh, it's been 700 days now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the last uh, 700 days with COVID, you know, going out, meeting new people was just a very, very difficult thing. Also, everyone shut in. There was a lot of divorces, a lot of death. There's been all that kind of stuff. And uh, and I find now, and maybe I'm just hypersensitive to it, I don't know, but uh, in the church and the park, people I meet, there's just a, a, an unusual number of guys and women that I meet that are single, but they're older. And it's funny because when I was young, I thought like 45, who would date after 45, right? <laughs> right. Everybody's got to be married for life by then. Right. right. But, uh, but that's not the case. There's, no, there's a lot of free and single people in, in the mid to late a, a later ages of life. And how that kind of struck me, like, you know, I, I talked to a couple of guys and they're just like total fish out of water, like really don't. They probably came out of a marriage or came out of a long-term relationship. And Elaine, some of these guys have not even dated. And I mean, how do you talk to somebody? What do you talk about now? You know, and what's appropriate, what's not? Do you buy flowers on a date? Like, what, what do you do, you know? And and I, I actually dated a guy, come to think of it. Um, I dated a guy within the last, let's just say, within the last 10 years. Okay, this is... Mm-hmm. Um, and he had been in a very long-term relationship. So he was in his early 50s, but new on the dating scene. He'd been yeah. with the same woman for 30-some years. How and did he so, do on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, 10 being perfect. He was very... That's the thing with guys in their like middle-aged men <laughs> or men that are getting a little older. They're very set in their ways. And if right. they were in a very long-term relationship, they've only known a lot of things one way. And so I think that um, there can be some stubbornness and some unwillingness to budge... But when you're dating later in the game, you've got to be willing to budge. You've got to be willing to experience somebody else as a new individual that you haven't 
even talked to, gone, like you, you don't even know what, what each other are interested in yet. Yeah. You have to be able to be a little more fluid. You can't just be, nope, I like things this way. And I There's a buddy know. of mine that I, I know at the gym here. And uh, he was married for many years and lost his wife, right, to illness. And uh, a few years later, he was lonesome and he married somebody else. And I think he's, you know, got a little bit of money. Like, he's basically retired. He's okay. And, uh, and he's, he was telling me about it just a couple of days ago. And he's just, uh, and he just obviously was very embarrassed by it, which he shouldn't be. I don't care either way. But uh, they were married for a very, very short period of time. <laughs> yeah, and I and I think he was going into it. Probably he was lonely, and you know he likes to travel and he likes to go to you know a couple spots in the Caribbean, and and I think he was looking for a travel companion. Right. And 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 obviously things didn't work out. Well, you'd think when somebody's older, <laughs> oh, you're definitely going to pick the right one at that phase in your life because you know you're older you're smarter you're wiser you're more experienced but that's not always the case like this gentleman he probably was like a fish out of water it, you know it was happy happy times the newness of a relationship let's get married and it doesn't work out because you have to well, you have to get to know somebody for a good year before you find out what they're really like and that's i think what, what I, it is too elaine is like you know i like i i have another dude that i know and and really, really smart, successful guy, like just, you know, the guy that you would figure, well, if he's going to go out there fishing, he's going to get there, you know, he's going to do a good job of it. And he's so excited after this date, his first or second date or whatever it was. And he's just like, he couldn't believe it because they both like their steaks, you know, medium rare <laughs> and, and, and they both like the same essential oils. And that was it. Oh, <laughs> and I'm going, Isn't that what wow. we all base our you know, successful Yeah, match made in heaven, right? And, and so that's just it. It's just, I think, I think it's one of those things where, like, if you're lonely, you don't think about money management. You don't think about family, extended family. You don't think about holiday traditions or you don't think about that. You think about the thing that you're because all of that you're stuff looking you looking for a companion for the rest of your you're just life looking for a buddy to hang You've out already with been through all that other stuff so the so the list of needs is is pretty low and it's dominated by one or two things and loneliness is a very painful thing so that's you know going to take up 80 percent of what you're looking for is just a, a warm body to that you can laugh a little bit with but not looking at all the other things that could potentially derail that you know right and i think that for me personally, and I mean, this might help, this might help some gentlemen out there and this might yeah, help some it, of the what, ladies what? out there. Um, obviously I'm, I'm going to be 50, I'm going to be 58. I'm actually, yeah, I'm going to be 58. How many years two, from now? Two, <laughs> two months. <laughs> I'm going to be 58 a couple months from now. Um, and I'm actually, I've changed a lot. Let's just put it that way. The, the kind of guys that I used to date, I think I was looking for, I felt like I was a relationship person. So I'd be like, I just needed a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I was often finding the wrong relationships because I just thought I'm, I'm better with somebody than, than apart and, and, and than alone. And I just really, really wanted a relationship. And every guy that came along, these flags with red flags would pop up and I'd feel like, Oh, I can fix them. I can fix them. So I would stick around and I would date the wrong guys for too long because I felt like I could fix somebody. And I don't know really where all that came from, but it was there. I don't think that's just older. I don't think that's being older. I think that's just, you know, there's, I, I know people that do that their whole that, lives, their whole lives. You know, they think, Oh, that one's a fixer. You know, everything's a fixer upper, that, right? That's, true. that's and, true. And a lot of girls, I think in my experience 
are actually attracted to. There's a perfectly good guy out there that you really, really like and care for, but you like the bad boy over there because he's half a train wreck. And it's There's like, way too many It should women, never yeah, be a project. If you want a project, boy. go buy used furniture right. and fix it up. You know and what I mean? It's one thing to get a, a bad boy and a good man in the same person, but that's that's pretty rare. Pretty rare. And so do we do we have the time in our lives to just be fixing people for the rest of our life? Right. So what's changed for me and is does that create a healthy I'm no longer interested in fixing anybody. I have zero tolerance for <laughs> the same kind of BS that I put up with for a really long time. I actually don't even recognize myself as a person who who dealt with a lot of that stuff and kept putting up with it. And then I realized it, it wasn't them that was the problem. It was me for staying too long, like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, you you knew, I knew in the first three weeks, Elaine, run away, I told myself. Did I run away? No, eight years later, I, I was completely destroyed. But you know? don't you think, though, that there are always going to be, there is no such thing as that perfect relationship where there are never any problems. No. Uh, because I've got, I know people that are disgustingly wealthy and they, you know, they would, you know, so that's matter. not a problem for yeah. them. There's just another problem, yeah. another, another kind of problem, right? And and I've got people that are together with love and they can be happy with their broke or not broke, but you still have problems. And you What's know, the key? Here's the thing. And here's the thing. Actually, my cousin and his wife are marriage counselors, both mm-hmm. of them. And we were chatting about some stuff uh, years ago. And they said something to me that I had never even thought of because I really thought you were going to find that person who you just want to spend the rest of your life with and life was just going to be good and, mm-hmm. and you never wanted to be apart and all that. They said, if you can find someone who you generally like most of the time, you're going to end up with a pretty good marriage, <laughs> but you're not going to ever... Find someone who you are just, you just love them all of the time. They said generally like Mm -hmm. most of the time. And I thought to myself, well, maybe that is true. You find somebody literally that you can tolerate like 90% of the time, 10%. You just need to go for coffee with the girls, whatever. But there's, I don't know that there is that. I mean, no, I, I, I know that there is because I know couples that are just have that magical smoothness you know to most no, of the but that magical smoothness like ann and i have a, ann and i have a very good relationship and we're coming up on whatever it is 10 years or something like that right but the thing of it is is it's an everyday thing for us right every day at the end of the day when the kids go to bed we go in there and we talk about what kind of parents we are what kind of christians we are and what kind of men and women we are and what right. can we do to improve right. that is every day but that's good because you're actually trying to prove it and looking to improve it. Right, but don't think that it's going to just fall into your lap. No, and it never does. And even after we've been together 10 years and, and you think you know somebody, mm-hmm. but people evolve. Uh, since we've moved out here, I've become a completely different person. The stresses are different in my life. You know, how I earn money or I'm going to earn money are, are different than what they were before. Everything evolves. We've really found a church that we just absolutely love, and that's become the center point of our life entirely. And so we've looked at a lot of things that we would do for, for fun or entertainment. We wouldn't, I just don't find that entertaining anymore. I want to do other things here. So, so what happens is we evolve as people. Yeah, and there's and, a lot of reasons, too, for that evolution, And so you always I have feel. to work through new problems because with maturing, each evolution becomes yes. more problems, different kinds of problems. And and as you, as Anna matures through life and you mature yes. through your, and I mature through my life, I think that, and the, the state, I mean, 
I know people have been saying this for centuries, but the state of the world right now, mm. it's very, everything is so divisive and everything is so this way or that way, nothing in between. It's just so crazy right now. I feel like our eyes are even more open and that's why the church is so has become I, so important because you're, when your eyes are really open, you're not, like you said, you're not watching the same movies you used to watch. You're not out doing the same things and laughing at the same jokes and doing anything that you used to do. Everything in life has changed because you have a more serious focus. And for us, a God-centered life is is everything. And everything else stems from there. And that's not that's probably not true for a lot of people, but... But the thing is, is that even so, like, like you look at something like COVID and, and all that hogwash and shenanigans that came with it, you know, you, you know, we, we, all of our business is done on the internet, mm-hmm. right? With blessed bodywear and the other things, good line of scripted, the other things that we do to pay the rent. Uh, and so we watch trends very, very closely and you look at social media, it's completely changed. You know, you look at what women are presenting as, you know, when they're trying to brand themselves as sexy, it's no longer that coy lingerie model. It's now masculinized women. You know, they're more assertive, more aggressive, more, you know, independent like that, you know, and, and guys, it's like, now it's, everybody's got a man bun and well, it's the man bun's been here a while, but you know what I'm saying, (laughs) you know? And, and so it's just a, it's just a different thing. Everything's just evolving and changing. And, and what I find, like one of the things we did in Vegas is we were consumers like most Americans are. And then it became like, you know what? Uh, those things didn't make what when we were all locked down for however long we were locked down, and you couldn't consume anything. You know, you really start to find happiness in other things. And we would look around and think, why do we have all this stuff? Well, and here's the like, thing: to me, it's just stuff. And if you're the kind of person that has to be traveling all the time and buying stuff and eating out all the time and like that, and all of a sudden that's taken away from you, and there's not enough there, just like I can sit in the house with my kids for the day and be perfectly fine with mm-hmm. that now, you know, with my wife and kids and dogs and, and you when you're here. And, and, and it's just, uh, that's my family and there's nothing more important than that. You know, there's God, you know, my marriage, and then there's my family and that's everything mm-hmm. to me. And, and, uh, but I know people that once all the consuming was taken away, they found there really wasn't a whole lot there because that's what it was based on in the first place. And hopefully they got some growth out of that period. Right, and I mean, I'll admit, I we were consumers. We like to eat out all the time. You're, mm-hmm. You ate out almost oh, daily. Every day. Right, yep. and when that goes away now, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, everybody in this house is an amazing chef. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we've evolved in that way. Right. And now, like, unless it's going to be like a real barn burner of a dinner like something really special i could care less i would rather stay home and so if you don't have that thing there right you're you're going to be struggling and so and so going back to the dating part because this is really about dating if you're out there looking now and i know you're not looking uh but if you're out there right now and you would like to or you find somebody what are the things how do you approach it now differently than you would have maybe two years ago? Well, now how I would approach it, and this is entirely stemming from the fact that I don't need or want a relationship. Right. And that's everything. This I best hope place, everybody best hears place me to be. very clearly right now. Best place to be. When you need or want or have to have a relationship. You will compromise. You will compromise, yes. So the fact that I'm not compromising for anything, I'm not even looking. Like I seriously, 
I could live the rest of my life and not be in a relationship. Yeah. So I feel, okay, if there is one out there for me and I, you know, you just have, you find somebody and just the, that chemistry is just there and you're like, what is this that I'm feeling for this person? And I didn't even, I wasn't even looking. This person will have to be very, they have to be very confident in themselves Yeah. because I, I won't be torn down because somebody else has insecurities that's that's one thing is i know who i am so someone has to enhance my life they can't take away from my life or make my life work bingo i think that's if someone enhances my life they're going to be that guy who you know maybe maybe we have some things in common we like the fitness aspect of life you know we like to keep just healthy okay and and well and um maybe like to travel a little bit like to laugh don't take ourselves too seriously. That's big because when people are just a little too sensitive or take themselves too seriously, you, you always feel like you're walking on eggshells. Um, I could never be with anybody that was really controlling because I don't have time for it. Yeah. If you're going to try to control me or don't trust that I'm there because I want to be with you, then you're going to have control issues because you're afraid of losing me. That's not going to work. You've already lost me. Because I want somebody that knows that I'm there because I want to be there, not because I have to be there or need to be there. I just want to be there. So I'll ask you this. Anybody you're going to run into at this point in life is either been single their whole life, which comes with its own can right, of worms. That's a problem, I think. The other thing is, or been in a relationship that failed. And so if it failed, uh, and this is something that always, one of my pet peeves is, you know, relationship falls apart. Well, yes, he did this or, well, yes, she did this. And it's never that way. No, it's, it's like, if you're together 20 years, it's 20 years of things that happen that you could never tell without having 20 years to tell the story. It's nobody else's business. But if you can't look at it and see that you contributed to the problem, and that if you don't fix that problem within yourself, you're just going to carry it into the next relationship and have exactly. the same problem. And you talk if you don't see that, ago. and if you're not willing, if you're not willing to go in and work on yourself, or haven't already, if you haven't already started just from when you got out of the relationship trying to solve some of those problems, uh, wouldn't that be a red flag yeah, to you? You're going into the next one to look for the same, you know, crap, basically. Yeah, like I want to do an interview. You know, I want to say, okay, so what problems did you have? Why did you, right. why, why did you fail in the marriage? Tell me what you did to fix it, you know? Right. Like that's my job interview, right? Well, that's the thing, and that's what I found in this last relationship, which is the only relationship that I ever found that in, was simply saying, yeah, um, it wasn't, she was who she is or they were who they were. Yeah. They weren't the problem though. I was, the problem was with me why I would choose to be with toxic people. Right. Because he had been with some extremely toxic people. Yes. I had been with some toxic people and um, like narcissistic qualities, like all these craziness. And they're, they're not the problem. They just, it's like me saying, oh yeah, that animal over there, that's a zebra. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a zebra. Okay, well, if it's a zebra and you don't like zebras or you don't want to be with zebras, get away from the zebra or the bear or the snake or whatever it is. Right. They're just being the animal that they are. Why are you choosing to keep walking into that cage and getting either bit or slapped around or whatever it is that's happening? So choose choose always, more wisely. I always think of that story of the snake laying by the road half dead and the guy picks him up and Nate takes him back and nurses him to health and then the snake bites him. He says, why'd you bite me? He says, because I'm a snake. I'm a snake. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's my point. Like, like don't go trying exactly. to save somebody, right? So, but isn't that isn't that very much though a female? Do you, don't you think that's a female trait 
a common female trait Which? to want to fix somebody. Oh, yeah. Um, well, but then you have men who, you know, women, like we, we, you call it, you call it girl talk, you know, that, that chick talk or whatever, yeah. that we'll like just talk, 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 talk. And it sounds guys too, want to solve the guy problems. is listening and he's thinking, okay, they're bringing a lot of problems to the table here. I must fix this. I must fix this. So yeah. you have that fix it part of your nature too, yes. where you, you want to fix the problem. Yeah. And the girls, they just want to talk about the problem. They just want to say, they, they just want to vent a little bit. And then seriously, they're almost over it. Well, and, and where, where we've gotten like with Anna, uh, because I, that's, that's it. When you've got a problem, if, the, if you came and you said, Terry, the toilet's broken, I don't go, oh, that's too bad. And then just keep on with what I'm doing. Right. I get up and I go fix the toilet. Right. Right. And that's, that's what's that's, expected that's of me. And so when we sit down and say, oh, gee whiz, you know, we're out of uh, yellow dog wash detergent. And, and uh, I don't know what we're going to do, but I went to the store and there was none of the yellow, but they got the blue. and But the blue, I don't know, makes the dogs itchy and... All these problems. And, and it's just like <laughs> round and round and round and round. There is no solution to anything and even anything you offer as a solution is just a horrible you know and, and that kind of thing it's just, you just like don't belong in those conversations. no and what i say to anna i say <laughs> is this a chick conversation because if it is i'll just sit and nod my head but if you want me to fix it you got to tell me you want me to fix it or don't want me to right. fix it because everything that comes out of your mouth any other time is terry go fix and this i think that's that's where men should know there are going to be chick conversations where you just listen and laugh well, and or leave the room and go watch football, whatever. But they're going to be chick and, conversations. And this is what we do. I'm not being rude or disrespectful. It's just, okay, is this, a, we don't, it's, it sounds disrespectful. Is this a chick conversation? You know, and well, yes, it is. Okay, cool. Then yeah, I don't yeah. have to do anything and <laughs> I can just sit here and listen Enough said. and go like, gee whiz, that's got to be so frustrating. And I can be supportive, right? But you're right about the relationship aspect for women. They do feel like you see, um, you know, whatever issues this guy has and you feel like that you're the one to fix them. But it starts with you have this yearning to be with that guy. So that's what's motivating you to stick around and fix him. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe he's not fixable. And maybe you need to go, you know what? Why am I attracted to a guy that needs so much fixing? Yeah. Maybe that's my problem. Yep. And that's what I learned about myself is a lot of my, the demise of many of my relationships, it was more about me going, okay, Elaine, yeah, that's not the right one. So it's just time to go. Um, maybe there's another one. <laughs> maybe there isn't. But the place where I'm at right now is I really don't care. If I, I think the big thing, like the big thing for me was, you know, I was single and, and, however old I was, but, uh, my forties or fifties anyways. And I was, uh, there's a buddy that I had, uh, Keith from LA, you know, Keith. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I talked to him and I said, you know, how do you like, are you actually cool with just being single the rest of your life? And he said, absolutely. And I said, well, okay. And so I really, that was what I wanted to do is I just like, this is so easy. Cause I, you, after you get past the broken hearted part, it didn't work out and you know, you do your morning and you beat yourself up and you, you know, you go through that whole process, right? Once you get to the other side of that, then you get into a routine at home and you're doing the things you like to do and you're doing them when you like to do them. And there's nobody impeding that in any way. And you just go like, Jeez, this isn't so bad. Calm, peaceful this, this is, feeling. Yeah, this is pretty nice. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I could do this if I had to. And and at that point, when somebody does come along, they're interrupting your calm. And so 
what it was for me is okay are you going to add something to my life or take away That's just like I'm you saying. said just what you, you said your life. but the other thing was is i wasn't about to compromise there's things you're going to have differences right and there's going to be things but if you can work them out in an amicable way like i explained to anna i says anna everything you ask me to do i go and i do for you i'm here to serve you that's my job as your husband i'm here to serve you so when you give me a problem that just as a circular problem and you don't seem like you want a solution i just need you to understand what you want me to do or go talk to elaine <laughs> yeah or call one of your girlfriends but you know if if you can't like just tell me what you want do you want me right. to fix this no i don't okay i'll just sit and listen right then. but right. you got to tell me what you Sometimes want we just need and you know she just looked and go you know what that makes perfect sense right so there you go, problem solved. Now, how many people fight about that in relationships end because you always want to fix things? And well, you always, but you know. how long does it take most couples to get to the point where they go, listen, you got to set issues. your pride aside. Right, set our pride And just aside. solve have the problems. Solve the problems. You're not necessarily right. You're not necessarily wrong. Just talk. And the other big one for me, is everything. defensiveness is another one that just drives me up a wall. And because it, it, it it's wrapped around... It's being somebody's fault. And I know as kids, we're, a lot of us were raised that way. It's fault. Knowing, okay, so if you got a flat tire and you're out in the middle of the desert between LA and Vegas and it's summertime, it's 117 degrees. Okay, so you're out there and the tire goes flat. Do you want to know whose fault it is or do you want the, the tire fixed? Right. Because if you're looking for fault, you're going you're gonna to die. Right. You literally will die out in the desert. But if you, if you find a solution and get going... And, and then you're driving and everything's fine and go, okay, so what happened? What can we do better next time? That's the approach I prefer to I take. I think that your approach, I think uh, you were strongly influenced by law enforcement. Yes. And I think that when you have some of your approaches to solving problems, that's very good. A lot of people don't have those skills. Fairly enough, a lot of people don't have those skills or don't think about it that way. But when you bring it to their attention, you go... Oh, because I remember you taught me that a long time ago. You also taught me, listen, there's three sides to every story. Your story, his side, and her side, I'm the like, truth. I'm like, what do you mean? His side, her side, the truth. So you can hear one side and you can hear some, one of your girlfriends complaining well, the about best, their man the best, forevermore. The best analogy and you that yourself, I use. What is his life like? I want to hear his side of the story. And right. then somewhere in the middle is the truth. You know. And I remember the day you and I were driving to the gym and we're having a disagreement and so i'm trying to make up and and you know make it light right so i says oh look at that billboard and you go what billboard well look out the window there's no billboard out the window well there it is it's right there look at the billboard there's no billboard out the window i look over you're looking out your window i'm looking out my window right and, and we were both right that's the problem no was there a billboard there yes, yes. did you see it no did no. i yes right. and so and so that's really it you know finding Comically, the, that is it finding yeah. the smoking gun right. is not important in a relationship right it's more important to solve the problem that's a really good point for like where i'm at today is is looking for someone if if i was to find someone that we're both willing to solve problems because there always are going to be problems just because we're in our 50s doesn't mean it's not going to be problems and someone who can just you know make light of a situation not take themselves too seriously and come with an honest it to, with an honesty in their heart and also know that you should also feel like that person's going to take better care of you than you could. Mm -hmm. They've got your back, you've got their back, and you barely well, have to watch your own back. Well, we talk about love and, and you know, when you look at love, what is love? And, 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 and really what it is is, 
you're, you care about that person so much that you put them before yourself. And this is how sometimes we get into bad relationships and stay too long, is that we really want to try to work this thing through. But the thing is, is uh, it, there's got to be equity in, in everything yeah. else too. Yeah. There's got to be that fairness. You can't be placing blame. Right. And you know because that's a that's the red flag. Well, you're right because like <clears throat> but I, if I've somebody been, screws I've been very up. defensive for many yeah. years growing up because of the environment I grew up in. You mm-hmm. had to be you had to defend yourself to the nth degree because you were constantly being told that you had no opinion or that you were wrong about everything. Right. So there's a reason why people do what they do. Okay. Now, if you take a person who you point that out to and they're not willing to change, yeah. that's a red flag. That's a red flag. If you point something out to somebody like that, like a serious issue that you've had the experience to witness at a time or two, and that person says, man, you know what? I never thought about it that way. You know you have something to work with. But if someone's just got their guard up, everything's a red flag, just walk away before you even get started. Yeah. And that's what- and, I, and I think the big key there, Elaine, is communication yes it's because when you sit and talk long enough you people will reveal their hearts and so having a a long conversation will either illuminate a problem that's a problem you need to walk away from before you get into it Mm -hmm. or it will illuminate somebody's heart and and you'll realize there's a misunderstanding exactly and that's that's been our situation with anna and i the other thing is is there's things like anna anna was a girl that was raised differently than i was you know she had maids bodyguards drivers that kind of thing and so anna anna you know my office it's got to be impeccably clean which it's not right now but you know but every day i'll get up in the morning there'll be a coffee cup here there'll be a bowl with a spoon in it and like that and so toys yeah and i know i know it's just my kids and i know it's anna and so you know what i can be annoyed with it because it's there every day or you know what if anna got cancer and died tomorrow that would be this would be the last day that i would see that bowl in that cup right my kids if they got run over by a bus be the last day i'd see those toys and i'd miss those toys right and so what i've learned to do is once you're once you're into a good relationship you go a lot further trying to fix every minor indiscretion Mm -hmm. if you just accept it and realize those are the things you're going to miss when that person's gone and you know you pick up that bowl with joy because you get to serve your loved one and really truly love somebody and i think you got to get there you got to vet this person just because they're hot, just because they're really good in bed, just because they take you out on dates and remembers your birthday. You know, those are some things, but it's not everything. Think about the day-to-day stuff and and work through the problem. Take the time, take the time to know somebody. Take the time before you crawl in bed and fornicate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> take time yeah. and get to know this person and learn. Get to know yourself. Don't you and think? oftentimes it's the quirky things about it's the quirky things about each other that you were attracted to in the first place. So don't try to change everybody. Just take that person for who they is and work with them. Amen. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully you got something positive out of that. Uh, good lad unscripted the podcast and goodladunscripted.com. Thank you very much. We'll be back in a couple of days with another episode of the podcast. <laughs>